At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening, it's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Lilith. Hello. Hi. It's good to have you back in the studio. Thanks for having me. Of course. I mean, your previous band, uh, or your current band, should I say. It's previous at this point, yeah. It is previous? It is, yeah. Oh, we're going to have to get into that in a little <laughs> minute. Uh, well, we like kicking it off with a song, so what have you got for us? Okay, um, I'll start off with this song called Only Carrie, uh, which is a song kind of about being in high school with my best friend in Montpelier, where I grew up. Oh, 
Carrie there by Lilith. Uh, gorgeous song to kick us off with. You want to Thank tell you. us a little bit more about that? So you said it's about growing up in Montpelier as a kid. Yeah, it is. Um, it's about kind of the experience of hanging out with a best friend and like the interpersonal family stuff that goes into that. And we spent a lot of time at like what used to be Sweet Melissa's in Montpelier. So there's kind of a capturing of a moment and night there and kind of walking around the town and the mostly the interpersonal family stuff as well, yeah. Yeah, um, it's obviously we, we know you from Lavangela. You kind of alluded at the very beginning that it's no more. Can I ask what happened? Is that taking up too much space when it should be more like? Uh, yeah, well, I moved to Burlington. I had been living in Montpelier and so was um, the banjo player Henry, mm-hmm. and then Johanna was in Northeast Kingdom, which already was kind of a stretch. So I came to Burlington. It, it started to, I think, be a lot of stressors, and it ended up being that we all had wonderful things going on afterwards. Um, Johanna's been on tour a lot, is currently in New Orleans, I think, Johanna Rose, playing a lot of beautiful music, and then Henry, Henry June Binks, is in New Erotics, which is a freaking amazing band. There, they just played the Queer Takeover at Radio Bean, and absolutely blew us all away. So I think that we're all kind of going in different wonderful directions. Yeah, uh, I'm really glad to hear that, at the very least, uh, because obviously we loved that band. And we had Johanna Ryan not too long ago, and she was telling us about Jet Set Lifestyle, which is a weird thing to say about Johanna, which does not strike you as kind of a Jet Set Lifestyle kind right. of person on the surface, but it makes sense considering how great of a musician she is. Yeah. Um, I also know Henry's doing some amazing work in Montpelier as well in her, in her own work. But yeah, uh, is this solo project kind of coming out of that or is this something that you've always had and you're like, all right, I'm going to return back to it? I've it's definitely a, a return. Yeah, yeah, I started calling myself Lilith as a solo performer um, maybe six years ago. I had got, gone on a trip to Europe and I came back and I was like, no more of this silly kind of a musician stuff. I'm a musician. <laughs> um, and so this is me coming back to it with hopefully a little more focus. I'm really excited to um, record all this. I mean, I've got so many songs over from over the years that uh, I keep thinking like, oh, well, that will be an album and that will be an album. And now I have to go, no, it's just, it's going to be an album altogether. <laughs> Whatever gets on there gets on there. And maybe some stragglers will be recorded later in a different project. But um, I really want to get kind of the acoustic stuff that I've been doing for years, um, was kind of starting from when I was like 12, out of the way so that I can focus on different directions in music. So all of this music's already been recorded and it's a case of kind of piling it together and picking and choosing which one? Or it hasn't, it's just been written. I just yeah. have a lot of written stuff that needs to be, I'm starting to teach myself how to, um, how to record my own music because I've struggled with having other people record it in the past mm. and that's been a huge delay. Yeah. So now I'm trying to get that delay out of the way by doing it myself the way I want to do <laughs> it and I'm having some success with that. So that's It's exciting. the best part being about solo artists. You, you get to pick and choose. You get to decide exactly how things are done. A lot know? of executive power. Yeah, yeah, a lot of executive power. It's got to go into your it. head a little bit. You're like, if you, you're sitting there till I, four or five in the morning no, now. No, it does. I mean, I am sitting there till four <laughs> or five in the morning, but it's not going to my head, I think, so much as it's like, it's kicking me <laughs> in the butt yeah. a little bit. Like, oh, there's nobody else, like, you know, uh, boosting this right. <laughs> at all. It's all, it's all me. If if you don't do it, no one else no one literally will. will. Um, 
So you said you've kind of you're, you're really keen to get an album done, um, but you some songs are gonna go by the wayside. Some songs aren't. It didn't seem like you were too picky about which ones are gonna go go onto this first album. Or is that not right? Am I did I in, interpret that? I, I think wrong? I'm. Um, I am ultimately going to be picky, but hopefully it will still be a, a kind of large album because I just have. Um, quite a few songs and so it's um it's it's really hard for me to go through all of them and decide what should be on there and what shouldn't um they tell such varied stories trying to put something together that i think actually like expresses something whole mm -hmm. it's very hard yeah me. well what's going to be like cohesive uh, so does it have a particular theme uh, do you tend to write about the same thing generally, or are we are we talking about like uh, music from a, a you know ten fifteen year time span, all on different subjects, and then you try to try and pull a cohesive theme together, or do you tend to write about the same things, or the same kind of genre, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I think that I definitely write about um, like my own feelings and like interpersonal stuff the most. So there's a cohesiveness there. Um, but it is over a very long period of time. Like the earliest song that I have that I definitely want to put on there is from that I wrote when I was like 14. Um, so I think that I have to kind of just throw it in, you know, into the wishing well and hope that, you know, obviously it's cohesive in that the common denominator is me right. and I'm the same person I've always been. So yeah. there's, as much as it's kind of like, you know, navel gazely. It's looking at the same navel the whole time. <laughs> um, so you said look, one of the songs you got on there is from when you were 14. Yeah. Um, and you were writing since you were 12. Mm -hmm. um, even so, 14 is a very young age to be able to create a song that is palatable even, I mean, for, for you know, an adult listener. Um, have you was it did it start at 14 is that kind of an anomaly like oh somehow looked out by creating this amazing song at 14 and i didn't write another good one until i was 19. no i would definitely say some of the best songs i've wrote i wrote when i was in high school um i remember i was writing a lot of like love songs at the time and my family was like oh wait until she really falls in love those are gonna be some really good songs <laughs> and i was like you idiots like i am a Teenager, yeah. this is the most in love <laughs> I will ever be. These songs are really gonna get to the heart of it. Um, so some of my songs that I absolutely adore, I wrote quite young, and it's kind of been a struggle to actually like as I develop my songwriting skills, like remain true to that like open-hearted love of just like beautiful chords and melodies and really pursuing a feeling as opposed to now the more I have structure the more I study poetry the more I get ideas into my head about what could be it's really it feels very overwhelming and like mm. uh, the songs that come out that come out often end up being a lot more um, labored over and for better or for worse I see so this kind of a purity really when you were 14 because you didn't know really I mean quote unquote what your parents said what love is and so uh, it, when you put it down into song, it it sounds very true to what you're trying to write about. Whereas now, because everything is so complex, is the older you get, it's it's a lot harder to kind of distill that into like a cohesive three and a half, four minute long song. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely, and I I think I struggle a lot with feeling 
like I wish I could write about other things or, um, and I, I am, like I, I push myself a lot. I have, I'm a perfectionist about like, this is my, um, this is one of the major forms of art in my life and I love the idea that I could um, pursue something like really meaningful to me, which I think is in inevitably kind of going to be a journey rather than just kind of where I start. Mm -hmm. um, so I think also like what I write about, how I write it, uh, I labor over it a lot. Yeah. What does that tend to look like for you? I mean, are you pacing your room? Uh, do you go off into a little space in the woods? What does laboring over a look to you? Is it, is it just one song that you just keep going back to? Or Yeah, it yeah. tends to be like I get a little clip, yeah. you know, and I, and I play it over and over again until it kind of like kicks something in my brain. The season that it is matters a lot. Definitely, like, if I go into nature, that's super helpful. Um, I think, like, one of the most productive times I ever had was I was living in Marshfield, and uh, it was summertime, and it was, like, the it was I think it was 2020, so it was, like, COVID summer, and I was just in the most gorgeous, beautiful woods in the marshes. And uh, I think that environment definitely was, like, pulled a lot out of me. And I like to switch up instruments. That's very helpful. I play piano as well, and switching between things can be really good. Um, playing with other people is obviously a wonderful way to like get creative bursts. Yeah, is that, does that go for the writing as well? Um, do you kind of do all of this in in one spot? Are you you know do you write down and then you pick up your guitar and then you pick up the piano, or is or is that separate? Because I know with a lot of bands, you know, you you bring lyrics to bands and then they fill some oh, fill it out. Yeah, when like when I was with Lavendula, for example, sometimes um, we would collaborate on songs, and that would be much more of like a let's all sit down and kind of just like do it. But for me, when I would write songs, even for the band, um, I'd write them all entirely on my own, very privately. I, I need a lot of privacy to write. I had a, when we were writing together, I remember one time we were in Alaska and I went into the, like the public bathroom and like hid in the stall to write my little segment of the song because I couldn't do it in front of them. Um, and I don't write anything down ever. Oh, so when you say you write a song, you mean like in your head? Yeah, I don't. They're not anywhere. They're just in my head. <laughs> how do you remember all that? How do you how do you just hold all of that? I can barely remember what I did this morning. So. I I think it's just a lot of having done it my whole life. Um, having like because I I have a really really good memory for lyrics and other other songs as well. I do think um, that you know people are neurodivergent, and I think one of my neurodivergences is definitely uh, like and unusual ability to remember lyrics and melodies and things like that. Yeah, it's incredible. The idea of just you sitting in a small space, rehearsing an entire verse and then being able to come out and sing it uh, immediately, I, I think just sounds incredible. It's not something, it sounds like a superpower. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love, I like it. It makes it, it saves a lot of paper. Yeah, and uh, time as well, or no? Is it worse if you if you tried writing it? I th that's a good question. I thought about this recently. Um, is that because I am doing everything just on the spot? I do like if I'm writing it, I'm gonna play that little bit of music like forty times mm. um, to try to like embody it and 
build on it. So in that way, I think it does take up a lot of time, but I don't care because it's what I like doing. So. I mean, it's your process. It clearly has worked so far for God knows how many years you've been doing this. So yeah, yeah it would be very difficult to change now at least. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we'd love to hear another song. Great. So what have you got for us? Um, this one, what did I just do? I just did only carry. Okay, we're going to go into a completely different direction. This song, um, I had a lot of fun putting two different pieces together. So it starts out, it's, uh, it's called Memoriam. It starts out gentle, gets a little crazy.
with no sword to swing, with no song to say, and no diamond ring. Yeah, so in the, there's, there's a line that's like a grave for toys and lovers and the dreams they had of who you might become. So, um, I don't know. I think it's just a change song. It's an interesting shared grave right there. Toys and lovers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think pit. that particularly it was like, it's like this is childish. This is like um, the the loves of youth. The mm. Not that I'm not young, but <laughs> um, yeah, I think that the... Those things belong together in that circumstance. <laughs> I see. So the things you used to play with and now have oh, grown yeah. out of. In a, sorry, that was probably not the best wording. But yes, um, I kind of Spanish influence in that one as well. Sure, feels. yeah, they've got some cowboy stuff in there. Um, well, actually, what the second half of that was, I'm imitating a um, composer I really love from an anime that I grew up watching. And he does all this like weird rock opera stuff with electric guitars. And I really wanted to uh, steal it. Mm. So I tried to, and then it ended up sounding kind of Western. Oh, interesting. Or Spanish or something, yeah. Um, you mentioned that you've been start, you started real young. You've got a, obviously a killer voice. Oh, thank you. Uh, really, it's, it's so solid. It, it really hits you. Um, when did you discover that? As, was it? It must have been like as a kid if you were doing this at 12. Yeah, so I didn't really discover it as much as my mom taught me to sing so that I could be her backup vocalist. <laughs> That's nice I, of that. I, one of my earliest memories is that we were, I was walking down the street with her and we were, I was four and she was teaching me how to sing harmony. And then when I was like five, we started performing uh, at the church and then we did the Rainbow Connection. We harmonized on that. So that is just kind of what I was born into. Not so much a choice, but I loved it, so it, I took to it. So you're from a musical family then? I'm from a musical mother, yeah. A musical mother? <laughs> no, yeah, a musical family. <laughs> I've got brothers that play music as well. It's just my dad that's not musical. I see. Uh, do you still harmonize for your mum? Do you still back your mum up when it comes to music? Um, not publicly anymore that much, <laughs> but we love to sing together. When we get together, it's kind of unstoppable that it's going to happen at some point, but I think that she would like it to happen much more, and it's something I should, we should be doing more. Well, that's mothers for you though, isn't it? Um, and so when you started writing at 12, 
Did, were, were you very much of the mindset then, like, I want to perform as soon as possible? Or did you kind of keep this a secret for a while and then... And no, then I did perform as soon as possible. You did, yeah. Um, well, because I was performing regularly already, um, just not my own music, but um, like for, at open mics and, and for church. And my mom had a couple different bands and I would perform with her for those as well, so when once I had songs and once I knew how to play the guitar, it was kind of like naturally we added that to the mix. Yeah. And uh, just really took off from there. Was there an, ever any kind of anxiety or have you just been doing this so long that you're just like, yeah, this is just what I do. This is just, you know, the first time you were on stage as a solo artist, was that was that a, a, an anxious moment for you or was I it I didn't have anxiety as a kid, if I remember correctly. I think that once I hit puberty, I definitely started to get anxious. Um, but that, like I, you know, it's still a little nerve wracking, um, but I think it pretty quickly it became very comfortable because I, I did it really regularly at the open mics. Uh, so then, especially if you're going to like the same open mic all the time, it starts to feel very homey. But always I was much more nervous about um, the actual songs themselves, I guess. And then way more nervous than like playing my own music, like going to karaoke scares the heck out of me. Oh, really? um, I love doing it, but like that was always the, the more pushy thing is like going up there and just having the whole thing be like, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> and like, you're supposed to put on a big show. And that part, I'm still getting, I'm much more of like a put my head down and not make eye contact kind so of musician. That really surprises me, especially, you know, with the previous band, you all came in here all guns blazing and huge personalities. It was wonderful. I've listened to that recording a few times now. Oh, nice. And so it's, it surprises me that that's kind of how you identify because it's not kind of how you come across, at least from this side of the microphone. Cool. That's nice to hear. Um, I think I really, really appreciated those two for bringing it out in me, like, it felt very much like we could do anything together, and the laughter just came so naturally together on stage. There was uh, a lot of banter that would happen. It's a lot harder when it's just you mm. to feel like you have anything to do but look at your fingers. <laughs> and um, But you are doing quite a lot. You're, you're not just looking at your fingers. You're also singing. Uh, yeah, it's true. also your own music. I mean, I feel like, if anything, on stage, I, I again, I'm not someone that can sing worth anything i can't play an instrument um i do do karaoke and i nail it yeah. but it's not good it's just entertaining um i feel like on stage as a solo musician there's so much to concentrate on that the the kind of crowd is secondary but obviously that's not the case that's that must be something that's actually quite top of mind i think that i would love to feel more free to engage in the crowd and i did discover like i had been in Bur in sorry in montpelier for so long kind of just in the same situation and i recently, like last year, moved to Burlington and um, getting to know people here, it's a lot more fun to go to a show where like, it's not just a few people you know, it's like a bunch of people you know. And so then it feels very like uh, joyous and there's a lot of room to express yourself. And that has taught me a lot. Um, I kind of got lost there. I don't well, remember what you even asked me, but. It doesn't matter. We're, we're, uh, I'm kind of now curious because you said, you know, you moved to Burlington a year ago and the music scene is kind of different. Tell us a little bit about that. What's, what is, apart from the fact that, you know, a show might have 15 people you know in the crowd rather than four, what is the other major differences between being a musician in Burlington versus Montpelier? I think that one of the best things is getting to support other musicians and to feel like there's this 
constant circular uh, energy flow happening. There's so much creativity, and particularly right now, in my opinion, like post um, serious part of the pandemic <laughs> or whatever the heck we call that, um, post pandemic, I think that, and currently like economic crisis, mm. it seems to me just like people are really turning to art and music. Um, so there's so much energy there. I love um, just getting to pop by a friend's show and be like, I saw your show, you'll be at my show. And then we, we you know, hang out afterwards and have drinks rather than just like, uh, I don't know, yeah, playing to a very mellow situation and then like getting kind of sleepy and going, yeah. going home <laughs> early. Um, yeah, so in Burlington, as you said, it, playing at different shows is kind of different. It, I didn't notice, I've not seen you, you know, your name on the on the billboards yet, should we say. Um, how, have you been playing around a lot? How have I no. missed you? How has this not happened? No, I've had like two radio bean gigs, maybe since being here, just because I am not, um, well, I mean, like I said, I hadn't, I don't have the album yet. And so I haven't had this real push of like, I got to get out there and be doing the thing. Uh, I've been mostly enjoying other people's music and enjoying hanging out with my friends and stuff like that. But uh, I'm hoping to line some stuff up for kind of early summer se season um, as I start releasing what I've been working on. So unfortunately, don't have any dates or places to give out right now, but um, I want people to keep an eye out. We'll be keep honestly, we'll be keeping a lookout. Uh um, myself and Annie both very much enjoy your music, the whole lot of your music, to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah. So we're very much looking forward to that. You have got a few songs recorded though, because I went on your website earlier on, and there is a few down there. So there were some like live performances, maybe from the past. Mm. That those were from those were from a while ago. Oh no way! Yeah, oh. maybe six years ago, I would guess. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I could not have said i mean if you put gun to Dude, my head i've been like yeah she could have done this last week I yeah no idea. it's just me and the guitar you know yeah and there's a uh, one youtube video as well out there as well yeah i know i definitely um i recorded a thing on the bus with seamus hannon um oh seamus i didn't know you know seamus yeah what oh, a wonderful person um he was doing this series i don't know if he still is where he had people come into his bus and he would video record them and we did a few songs i think i did a kate bush cover and that was a really fun one no, yeah, wonderful. To do. Maybe that's the YouTube video. Maybe it's, not. It's his birthday on Friday. I'll be, uh, be at his party. Yay! Happy birthday, Seamus. He's also going to be performing at my wedding, which is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, very much looking forward to that. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, well, we would love to hear another song. Yeah. So, what have we got for us? Let's do it. Um, whoa. Music. <laughs> what did I just do? There's other two. Okay, this song is going to be my little cutesy one. This is a song about uh, my home here in Burlington because I was when I moved in with my friends, it was just like heaven on earth how comfortable it felt. So this is a, an homage to that. Couch over here, a chair over there, a rug underneath, and you upstairs. It's not a big house full of four of us, but we're Picture of a thrush and sunflowers above the fireplace. If you break my lamp, that can be replaced. But I'm not replacing you. No, 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 I'm not replacing you. Oh, no, I, 
I go for a dresser in the shop down the road I bike to the side of the lake, got stoned Invited our friends over for a bite to eat We thought we'd watch a movie, but then we got sleepy They can take the couch when the sunlight hits their face If they eat the last egg, that can be replaced But I'm not replacing you, oh, no, 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 no I'm not replacing you, oh no because I haven't named it yet. Oh, no Probably way. not replacing you. That sounds about Probably right. Probably not replacing you. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, maybe we'll see about replacing we'll see, you. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about moving to Burlington. Uh, I think I Just may have lovely. asked you this last time. Uh, but yeah, what was, the, what was the impetus for the move? Oh, I had been in Montpelier for so long. I've never really gotten out of there. Um, but I... It sounds like you've been to a lot of places. Uh, so, not to live. Not to live. I've, I've traveled a bit, but honestly, I've been, I'm a homebody, and I, I don't think I'm a homebody in all of my spirit. I think there's a lot of my spirit that needs more people. I grew up in Worcester, Massachusetts, so I came from there being a lot of people, but I settled into a very small town in Montpelier. Uh, but being in Burlington uh, was a great choice. I followed kind of a f- friend who had this wonderful household of people and then I was like, okay, they've got this wonderful household of people. I'll come to Burlington. I got like a sublet and I had a few sublets until I finally found something permanent. And then like at that point I had already kind of been sucked into that friend group and we mm. all we kind of split off into two houses and now we're like neighbors and we oh, that's wonderful. share households. Does that so that's still the case now? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That's that's the best kind of situation. It's pretty cute. Yeah. I adore all of them very much. Have you got lots of songs about them, or is that the only one that, that's been written that's so far? That's kind of the only one that's been written so far. Well, no, that's not true. Um, yeah, I've got another one that's like not quite finished yet. It's called um, Heaven is Real, and it's on Marble Ave. Nice. And so that's my homage to the neighborhood. 
Uh, I love that the second song that has not been fully written yet has a name, whereas the song that you've <laughs> just performed has not got a name yet. True. Well, it started because somebody said the, the phrase. Yeah, and okay, I was like, I oh, well. that's good. I've got to write a song so about I, this I now. <laughs> yeah, I re- that one's going to be a good song too, hopefully. Is it, um, is, are you two musical households or are you the one musician out the, oh, the no, two? Oh, yeah, tons of musicians. So actually in one of the households is my dear friend, um, Eve, who's Tiptoe, mm. um, a Burlington musician. They just also were at the Queer Takeover and t- totally killed it. Annie Selly, wonderful musician. Uh, Tall Child is my roommate, wonderful musician. I hope it's okay that I'm telling everybody who lives with who. But All good. We don't know exactly where it is. We just know the neighborhood, Marble yeah. Avenue. Yeah, so yeah, you've, you've I don't think any of us have any crazy stalkers. No, you also like eight people listen to this show, so I Perfect. think you pro- you, unless one of those eight people are a crazy stalker, then we're probably in good nick. Yeah, I mean, a crazy stalker would be listening to the show, that's, right? That's actually very true. Yeah. Well, shout out to the crazy stalker. Thanks for uh, listening. Oh, we didn't give you too many clues. <laughs> um, so, um, as you said, you you're planning on getting an album together. True. And you're are you re- planning to? personally record this is the home setup yes. that kind of, kind home of deal home setup logic me and my laptop it's not even actually my laptop it's a borrowed laptop borrowed laptop yeah love that um how is yeah what what, what stage of the process you at right now you know we got tempos <laughs> no that's not entirely <laughs> true um some of the songs are more fleshed out than other ones but i am trying to just do like me and the guitar not because that's really how i initially heard the songs or like thought they were going to be but because at this point, I just want to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that the thing that's going to be the most successful and the quickest to do is me and the guitar. Uh, even though I have lots of people I would really love to bring in, maybe at a later time that'll happen. Uh, so at this point, I've got you know like guitar tracks down for a lot of them, and I'm kind of working on like harmonies at the moment and figuring out like what keys. Also, sometimes like I'll have the whole track down. And then I start to sing it and I realize that it's going to sound better in a different key or something mm. like that. So there's a lot of starting and stopping and restarting and um, reinventing the wheel <laughs> a lot. I feel like this might be your perfectionist nature coming out. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the time. In everything. Have you got, do you set yourself deadlines? Are you kind of like, all right, by uh, the end of April, I'm going to have three tracks? Um, I try to. And we'll, we, we, you know, we see how it goes. Sometimes <laughs> that's like, really successful and really helpful. And sometimes it's... Uh, a pipe dream. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all, we, we're different at different times. As you said, the season affects me massively. Oh my gosh, I know. It's just, it's so funny. Also, I work at um, Barrio and it's amazing how just like a few days ago, everybody got the spring bug and now all the drinks are iced. Yes. Um, yeah. And everybody's so like peppy and tipping me more. Like I make like $20 more a day already I, just because of spring. I saw someone do uh, pull-ups on a bus stop the other day. And yeah. I feel like that typifies the spring bug. To Entirely. The, to I I think two years ago I was walking down the bike path and I saw a guy go for a jog in jeans. And I'm like, that's someone who was like just one day was on his sofa and he stood up, he put his laptop away. Today's he, the day. And he just ran. There was no thought about it. He just he just went for it. And I feel like that's that's hitting everyone right now. Yeah, it's it's funny to see the memes about it. I love watching the internet have the exact same experience across like many states yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and Is the spring book helping you? Is entirely. That... Oh, okay. Entirely, entirely. Uh, there's so much more recording happening. I'm 
I also always try to write songs in the winter and then I beat myself up and I go, why, why is nothing happening? Why is nothing coming out? And then the spring happens and all these songs start coming out. And I'm like, that's <laughs> what you needed. It's the gestation period and then, yeah. then you got the birthing period. But I never learned that. I just continually go through winter and <laughs> get confused yeah. every time. Um, so obviously this is a solo project. Um, it does feel like some of these songs, especially the ones I listen to on your website, which admittedly I just found out are six years old. Um, <laughs> A lot of them sound like they should have a band behind them. Yeah, as as you can tell, like I'll often go kind of crazy on the guitar, and the thing is that in the past, a lot of my opportunity to play music with other people was I'm, I'm gonna be honest with older dudes who sucked, <laughs> um, not musically but interpersonally, right. or they were just creepy. Um, so I really feel like I got pushed to being alone a lot because of like maybe partially my own ex like just personality but also um the music scene that I felt like was around so I haven't like Lavendula was the first band I was ever in it was not the kind of band I ever expected myself to be in as like an acoustic very like folk country mm. um almost even punky at times band not what I expected I had so much fun doing it um, but, like, I always imagined that I would get together, like, you know, a pretty typical band, but maybe also add, like, a synth. Mm. Um, and so, eventually, at some point, I do kind of want to get into that territory. But right now, one of the things that I'm doing with recording with Logic is I'm able to create so many parts of songs and compose more. And I'm looking forward to bringing that to other people. So, for these songs that I just wrote on the guitar, I'm sure I'll play them with a band at some point. But... Uh, for the ones that I'm starting to do more like composition stuff, I'm really excited to bring those to people and be like, play this. I mean, with the the households that you live in, I feel like there's a, there's a plethora of talented musicians you could pick from who probably won't be creepy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's actually probably the single talk going back to Burlington music scene. The single best thing about it is that I'm finally around people my own age hmm. who have a lot higher standard for how musicians should treat each other and don't expect that everything is just an opportunity to find somebody yeah. um, to mess around with. So. Uh, every single time I play, I get lots of people coming out and being like, let's jam. And so I, I'm jamming with new people all the time and really looking forward to all the different projects that can happen. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm very, very keen to see this eventually happen with a band. I'm very keen to listen to this album when it's done. Um, so please get that sent over as soon as that's done. And I'm also very keen on seeing you play live at certain points in the summer. I feel like this is, you, you've got a good summer vibe to you. So... Um, would would like to see some outdoor gigs if possible. It's the peace sign earrings. It's isn't the it? peace sign earrings. Yeah. It's also the flower dress. Flower I mean, dress just happens to be what you're wearing today. Um, well, we've got about time for one more song. So what we've got to finish this off with? Yeah, let's do something fun. Uh, what do we got? Oh, what's one of my favorites? I know I should have picked these songs ahead of time, but I'm just totally spur of the moment kind of person. So we're gonna do this one. Uh, called April Fools because it's good timing. This I wrote when I was with Lavendula, so it's a little more country. Off to school, the deadline is 
just got a satin satchel pack for Peru flying Delta Blue on April Fools. Saying it's not Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Tom. Of course. And please come back in when you got the album done. Brilliant. Yeah. Love to see you a little bit more this summer. Uh, well, that's all you, we've got for this evening. Uh, join us next week when we'll have the Delta Suite duo coming in. Uh, but for now, this has been WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's been The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor, and good night. Oh, lovely.